Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, May 13th, 2023. It is 8.26 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 243 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, happy weekend, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday! May 13th. It's been about a week. Haven't talked to you guys since last Saturday. I hope everyone's had a wonderful, profitable, fun week. Boogie and I got a lot to bring to you today on today's show. Boogs, a lot going on in the sports world, my friend. I tell you, it's been a great week, and uh, we look for these playoffs and this baseball season to keep marching on. Oh, man, it's been great. This week has been awesome. Uh, We've been following the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. Shout out to our Las Vegas Golden Knights last night. Yeah. Uh, Get the W against Edmonton. Um, But, yes, Lakers, great show last night. Yep. And, of course, we've got action all day long and all night long in the Major League Baseball. we got 16 games to go over today. That will be our show. 15 baseball. and We have one hockey game. The NBA gets a day off. And I wanted to open the show today by talking a little NBA, getting everybody caught up to what's going on. we got three teams. Um, three of the four teams in the conference finals already set. One game seven tomorrow, which we will talk about tomorrow morning. Uh, 76ers and Celtics going to game seven Doc Rivers just looking like he could blow another 3-1 lead as the Boston Celtics, who were down three games to two, beat the Sixers the other night, 95-86, to force a Game 7 tomorrow night in Boston. I can't believe this, man. I mean, here's Doc Rivers again. uh, Another elimination uh, game to close out. uh, And they can't do it. And uh, they're becoming a very, very bad uh, closeout team where this uh, Philadelphia team starting to become chokers. Uh, Doc Rivers is the lead on that choke city where uh, he has led the, the Clippers as well. Yeah. Uh, shout out to him back in the day with getting that championship again like we spoke about earlier with the Celtics back in 08. But uh, yeah, they got to find a way. I know it's going to be tough in Boston because that crowd is going to be rocking. Yep. Um, Philadelphia got to feed the ball a little bit more to Joel Embiid. And see what we can do with the big man. But Tatum is not alone. He's got a lot of great scorers on that team. And that Boston D has been able to take care of business. Uh, Now they're going back home. We'll see what happens in Game 7 tomorrow. 12.30 on ABC. Game 7 of the East Semis. Philadelphia and Boston. We um, will cover that game tomorrow in its entirety. We go from a group of jokers... To the Joker. Joker. We got the Joker. The Denver Nuggets, a lot of people uh, threw shade at them saying they were a week one seed and that, you know, they had some high odds, 18 to 1, to win this whole thing when this tournament started. And Boogie, all they've done is dominate. They beat the Timberwolves in five and they just beat the Phoenix Suns, who they're actually underdogs to beat the Suns in that series. They got some help from Aiton being injured and Chris Paul being injured. Doesn't matter. Nuggets look dominant. They haven't lost at home in this postseason. And since the Lakers beat the Warriors last night, you have a Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis going up against the one seed, the Denver Nuggets, with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. I mean, it's going to be a great series to see. And this is put up or shut up for Denver. Uh, you know, they've had some injuries. Jamal Murray, uh, you know, a few years ago, they, they got to the... Uh, they got to the semis and uh, were not able to, to finish it off. Um, of course, injuries, though, played key. 
And speaking of injuries, you know, can AD stay healthy enough to be able to contend with Joker and the rest of that squad? Because that's going to be key in the middle there as uh, it's going to be interesting. But you've got the X factor. You've got LeBron. And uh, so that defense from the Lakers, don't sleep on them. But man, Denver, they got to make it this year because if they can't, I think this is their last shot. Yeah, we'll see what happens. That game will be on Tuesday night, Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. We will also cover that game in tomorrow's episode, too. So tomorrow's NBA games we will cover will be Game 7 between the Sixers and the Celtics on Sunday afternoon, and then Tuesday night's Game 1 of the West Finals. The winner of Sixers-Celtics will take on the 8th seed in the East, the Miami Heat, from the play-in tournament. All the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. What a job by Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo, with injuries to Tyler Hero, with injuries to Victor Oladipo. This team has been able to take care of business. They 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 lose a playing game to the Hawks, right? So then the Hawks get to seven. Then they play the Bulls. They were losing to the Bulls in the play-in game. Mm. They were down five with a minute to go. They come back. They sneak their way in here. They knock off the mighty Bucks with Anatokounmpo. Then they beat the Knicks in six, beating New York in Miami last night by four, 96-92. Miami Heat, congratulations. They stay alive. The Miami Heat, the eighth seed in the East, are in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they will travel to either Philly or Boston in Game 1 later this week. I mean, everybody just uh, slept on Miami, came out of nowhere. I mean, obviously, uh, they chopped down the beast with Milwaukee with uh, Giannis uh, not completely healthy. But uh, give them credit because they have fought. They have uh, been able to overcome a lot. Uh, they are, uh, honestly, they are really a veteran squad. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they won it in as a younger team uh, and then took uh, the Lakers uh, to the finals and wound up losing that series uh, with the bubble. But the fact of the matter is, is that this team is led by Jimmy Butler, who will not stop. And he's a competitor, big time competitor. And uh, we look forward to seeing what can happen. I mean... Hey, the Knicks did it in 99. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were an eight seed. They they lost. I think they got swept by the Spurs, uh, by the Spurs yeah. uh, in that San Antonio uh, dynasty. But the fact is, is that when you have a player star-studded and, and the want and the will like a Jimmy Butler and like the guys that have been there uh, the last few years for them, anything can happen. Look for them to be a live dog on Wednesday night when they will be getting points at either Philly or Boston. Keep that in mind. Tomorrow's episode, we will cover Game 7, like I said. We'll also cover Game 1 of Lakers-Nuggets. Wednesday, the Heat will play the winner of Philly and Boston. And since it's the Conference Finals now, Boogie in the NBA, we are going to be alternating every day. So every day this week, they're just going to flip-flop games, as you can see, as we progress through the week. It's just going to be flip-flopped, you know, every day, going all the way through the weekend and all the way through the whole series. So you're going to have East. It's going to be West-East, 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 like a tennis ball. Right, right. So that's how the the schedule's looking, uh, looking like. This coming week, NBA, we have five teams remaining. After tomorrow's Game 7 from TD Garden, we will have the Final Four in the NBA playoffs. From 16 down to 4, we'll see who can cut down the net in the NBA. 
We'll talk a little NHL here to end the show, give you a little NHL recap and preview stars cracking game number six tonight from Seattle. But we want to dive right into baseball, and Baseball Boogie has been fantastic. Um, it's been a good season thus far. It's progressing along. I mean, if you think about it, we, we're going to be covering baseball here every episode up, in, in, up until the NBA and NHL playoffs are over. And once those finish... We got about a three weeks of only baseball until the All-Star break. So we are, it's progressing along. I mean, most of these teams have played about 40 games now. Mm-hmm. Um, so teams are starting to solidify their their spot. Trade deadline will be coming up. Yeah, we're going to see who's going to be seller dwellers and higher buyers. That's right. So we'll see what happens, what teams make moves. And there's a, a lot of games on the docket today. Our first game is at 10.05. That's about an hour and a half from now. The Rays and Yankees taking on one another from Yankee Stadium. And when you look at the AL East, to nobody's surprise, it is loaded. The Yankees are 22-18, and 18, four games above 500, and last place in said AL East. Um, that's crazy that being four games over gets you in last. Largely because this Tampa Bay Rays team has had one of the best starts in franchise history. First, um, first team to 30 wins. They are 30-10, and 10, best record in all of baseball, and they're a tough squad. They did, though, they did drop a game yesterday to the Yankees, 6-5, to five, after winning the opener at Yankee Stadium. So third game of a four-game series here, Boogie. Winner of this game gets the upper hand in trying to take three of four. Um, McClanahan has been lights out, Boogs. He's a Cy Young um, odds-on favorite. 7-0 and with a 1.76 ERA and 46 innings pitched. He goes up against fellow uh, all-star pitcher Nasty Nestor Cortez. 3-2, 4-7-4. Nestor kind of underperforming from his great season last year. This is a big game. Um, it's tough to fade McClanahan. I know you're a Yankees guy being at home. Um, they're finally getting a little healthy. They got Aaron Judge back. So what gives in this matchup with... A Cy, two, I mean, Nestor's not a Cy Young candidate this season, but a Cy Young candidate against an all-star pitcher in Yankee Stadium. I mean, yeah, the Yankees have been surprisingly um, not great this year after a tremendous year last year. Um, obviously, they've had the injury bug. Um, signing and re-signing a Judge after an amazing year last year with all those home runs and the home run record. Uh, but they have just been struggling, and, it, and obviously they can't play a full a full squad that's healthy. They're going to be in last place, um, but still, again, they're above four uh, five hundred with four games above five hundred. Yeah, you're still eight games back with this race start has been awesome. Yeah, uh, you've got McClanahan on the mound. He is undefeated at seven and zero. I'm going to take a shot here. You're at minus 139 for the Rays. I think they can get it done at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I am not a homer. I will just go with what I see. And I got the Rays minus 139. Well, to nobody's surprise, we're starting this off with uh, drink bet one. And I'm going to give you a breakdown of how but I got it. Don't sound so depressed. Well, I'm going to get, I'm going to just, I just want to break down to everybody because when, when I first looked at this before I capped it, I'm like, damn, McClanahan. I looked at his. His stat line, I'm like, damn, seven and zero, one point seven six, forty six innings pitched. It's the bottom line here is, it's tough to consistently pitch like that in the show, and I think that 
he's going to have some starts where he gets hit. And with the Yankees being healthy and riding some momentum, now the Rays, a large part of their success has been their home record. Um, 19 and 3? You look at 19 and 3 at home. And 11 and 7 on the road, a little bit more, you know, back to reality when it comes to going on the road. And I'm never a fan of, you know, fading a trend or fading a pitcher who's who's hot. But I got to believe that eventually somebody's going to get to this kid. And if you haven't seen Shane McClanahan picks, he's a lefty. He throws 100 with movement and has some nasty breaking stuff. He's tough. But I think the Yankees lineup can, can make it happen here. I mean, you got a healthy judge. You know, Glaber Torres, DJ LeMayhew. I mean, th- their lineup is good. Uh, the Yankees are always going to have a good lineup because they have the biggest payroll in all baseball. And I'm just going to take a stab as a home dog here with the Yankees at plus $1.34. Got to take a chance. I think this could be the game that McClanahan, I don't want to say he gets touched up to the effect of giving up five, six runs, but I think if you can get a good outing from Nestor Cortez, maybe he only gives up two or three, maybe you grab two or three, and then Yankees bullpen's been pretty solid. In the late innings, maybe you get walk off like it's give me walk off feels. Close and game. I'm riding with your Yankees, baby. Wow, wow. I was excited. I was hoping you'd pick the upset with me. You didn't, but that's no. okay. Drink bet one. I'm gonna go Yankees. Boogie on the Rays. Um, we move into Miami now as they host the Reds. Two teams who have been actually playing decent baseball as of late. The uh, Reds actually beat the Marlins. I have a Reds ticket in my pocket from yesterday. They had the number one prospect called up for Miami yesterday, a pitcher, and uh, he pitched pretty good. Mm. And uh, the Reds got to the Marlins bullpen late for a 7-4 win. That game was tied 4-4 in the ninth, and the Reds got three in the ninth to win 7-4. Um, the Reds are quietly like creeping up in the standings, large part to the Pittsburgh Pirates being, you know, the Pirates? Being the Pirates, yeah. <laughs> Winning uh, only one of their last 13. They have completely fallen apart. And the Brewers actually overtook that division by a half a game over my Buckos, And it's kind of helped everybody else. The uh, The Cardinals had a tough start. They're seven and a half back. But the Reds are sitting fourth right now, only four back of the Brewers. So they're, they're, they're fighting it out. And the Marlins are also fourth, six and a half back of the Braves. So both of these two teams... Not really projected to do much this year, so I would say only being four and one game under 500 respectively, they are overperforming. Um, originally, the Reds were going to start Nick Lodolo. They have scratched him, and Derek Law will get the start. Looks like it might be a bullpen game for Cincinnati. Going against Sandy Alcantara, who had a rough start to the season, but he's been turning it around lately. Um, last night, money line on this was only minus 180 because they thought Lodolo was going to pitch. Now it's creeped up into the 200s to where it's uncomfortable. It's 240 in some places, and it's uncomfortable for me to lay that much. So I am going to ride Sandy. I think Sandy gems the Reds today, and um, I'll take the run line with the Marlins minus one and a half, uh, minus 105, minus 110 in that area. So Marlins minus one and a half will be my next play. Yeah, courtesy of stations, minus 220 on the money line for the Marlins on Alcantara. Uh, dominating today. I like the Marlins. I'm going to take them on the run line. Uh, minus one and a half, minus 110. Yeah, I think Alcantara just gems him up, man. He's getting his shit together. I mean, he's got a 4-5-3. He's had a tough start, but he pitched very well last time. I think he kind of gets into his groove here as we head into the All-Star break. I'd be... I could see him winning his next five, six starts and and being, you know, in that seven and three, eight and three range with like getting his ERA back to two or three. 
he's a stud, and he just had a tough start. So, plus since the Reds won yesterday, I think you have a bounce back spot for the Marlins here with their horse on the bump. Um, Mariners and Tigers are next, and the Tigers have also been a pretty surprising team, being very competitive this season. Um, Mariners, too, hold and serve right at 500. The Mariners actually beat the Tigers 9-2 yesterday. The Tigers, this is how funny baseball is. Mm. We talked about the Yankees being four games over 500 and being eight back and last in the division. The Tigers, you know what? Do you know what uh, four games above 500 would give you in the Central? It would give you the lead. <laughs> um, the Twins lead the Central 21 and 18. Yankees would be a half game up on them if they were in the Central Division. The Tigers at 17 and 20 find themselves in striking distance, only three games back of the Twins. And we talked about how wide open the AL West is right now with the Astros off to a pretty mediocre start. And. The Rangers obviously lead that division, but the Mariners at 500 sitting at four games back. So these two teams, as of right now on May 13th, are in striking distance for a playoff berth. And another bounce back theory here: you're getting some really good value on the Tigers, uh, plus a dollar 67. Plus, I mean, they're they're anywhere between 155 to 170. So shop around, but you can get the Tigers at a fat plus money price. Alex Fado has pitched pretty well this year in his limited time. Of being on on the bump, Bryce Miller's been a stud for the for the Mariners, but being a young pitcher and going on the road is tough. I think the Tigers bounce back here, and I'll take a stab at them at plus dollar sixty seven, give or take a penny or two. Yeah, Tigers have been on a tear as of late. Uh, they are still three behind uh, in the uh, the standings. Here is they're actually three behind. I'm sorry on the five hundred, but they are at home today, and I expect. Big time things from them today against the Mariners to bounce back after last night losing. Yeah. Um, they also have won seven of their last ten. Uh-huh. I think at home right now, you're giving me plus 156. I think it's a good stab, plus 156. Yeah. I'll take my shot. Yeah, it's Tigers. I mean, Tigers, Tigers, hefty dog. It's a live dog, I think, today. So keep your eye on that. You can collect some units there at that big plus money price. We move down to Minneapolis as the Minnesota Twins take on the Cubs. Two more teams who are just fighting for playoff supremacy right now through 40 games. Boogs, Minnesota, we talked about earlier, a three-game lead on the Tigers. They're three games over 500, And the Cubbies have been playing arguably the best baseball in the Central in the last week. They've got their record up to 500, and they're only two games back of the Brewers right now. So the Cubbies are playing really good. Hayden Wesneski, the young pitcher, is on the bump for the Cubs against Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan's streak finally came to an end. They were undefeated when he pitches. He had a 5-0 record and two no decisions, and they won both of his starts. So they were 7-0 when he pitches, and last time out he finally took his first L. You thinking he gets back on track today, or is the Cubs bats going to get to him? No, I like the Twins today. I think Joe Ryan gets it done. He'll shut down these Cubs bats. Minus 170 is kind of on my threshold uh, for money line, but I, I think that uh, he'll get it done. Maybe pair him up with one of these other teams that we give you to yeah. get some plus money. But I like the Twins minus 170 today to get the W. All right, they and the Cubs. The Cubs actually stole Game One of this series six to two yesterday. I think their bats stay hot. I'm going to drink bet you on this one. I'm going to take a stab at the Cubs at that fat price. Cody Bellinger is actually uh, projected to be an all-star. It's crazy. His last two seasons with the Dodgers, he batted like 150. 
He's batting almost 300 with the, with the Cubbies, batting in the cleanup hole and playing center field for Chicago. So. Well, it's funny that you say Bellinger because he might be a trade uh, that the Yankees might be even looking at, could which be. I heard, uh, as they have some need some outfield depth yeah. uh, with all the injuries that they've had. So watch out for that in the, later in the season. It's going to depend where the Cubs are at at that trade deadline. I'm going to take a stab at the Cubs for a second drink bet and roll with the Cubbies. Um, Braves and the Blue Jays are fifth game. We're a third of the way through our card here in Major League Baseball today. Noon Pacific start. Braves, Blue Jays from Rogers Center. Man, the Blue Jays have been so good at home this year. 10-3. and three, um, Best record in, in baseball outside of the Rays. And uh, they actually won yesterday behind a dominating performance. 3-0. to zero. They actually beat Spencer Strider, who has been very good. Atlanta, best team in the National League, Boogie, 25-13, and 13, leading the National League East. They have a six-game lead on the Philadelphia Phillies, who had a slow start, but they're turning it around slowly but surely. The Blue Jays are just another one of those teams. You're six games over 500. You think you're in the division lead, but you're in the AL East. So six games above 500 gets you seven games back of the division right now. The AL East is going to be wild because you got six wild card teams. I can see four teams from that division getting in. Yep. You literally might have four AL East teams and then the Central and West division champions. That's kind of how it's shaken up in baseball right now with, the, with that division being so dominant. Wondering how you feel about this if you think you know the Blue Jays with Barrios in a bounce-back spot for the Braves – with Bryce Elder, who has been nothing short of amazing rookie of the year candidate, three and zero with a one seven four ERA this season, he's been great. Um, he won his last start last weekend against the Orioles, where he pitched dominantly. I mean, he's nasty. If you guys haven't seen Bryce Elder, um, just fantastic. And it's tough. Um, you got Blue Jays a small home favorite here. You know, I mean, you had stated that you liked the. Um the team that was dominating against the Yankees here, you like the Yankees because they're uh, playing McClanahan at seven and zero. Yeah, uh, Elder's three and zero. He's got a great ERA at one point seven four. Blue Jays though with Jose Barrios, not bad. I mean three and three with a four nine one ERA. Blue Jays though are at home where they dominate. Uh, they're six and one their last seven home games. Yeah. They're also twenty and six their last twenty six home games versus a right handed starter. Um, and I think they take advantage of Elder here. Uh, he only has 16 uh, Major League Baseball starts. Um, I think that the Blue Jays' bats get to him today and uh, give him their first lo- his first loss. Give me the Blue Jays at home, only minus 128. Damn. Um, you know, I'm kind of going against my theory on Elder compared to that I did to McClanahan. See? My theory... I- See, my theory here is a little different because baseball is very trendy. The Braves have lost two in a row. I just don't see them losing three games in a row. They're such a good baseball team. I mean, Mm. you're probably looking at potentially the National League pennant winners here. And when you look at their lineup, they're just unbelievable across the board. A to Z. I think Elder keeps it going, Boogs. I don't think they lose three straight. I think they steal this game to set up a rubber match on Sunday. And the Braves are plus money, and I'll take a stab at them. Man, I was... Not anticipating three drink bets within the first five, but it's hey, all right. Hey, it's okay. Just win, baby. Just win. Mets Nationals are our sixth game on the docket. The New York Mets have been very, very up and down this season. 
They uh, broke a uh, three out of four losing streak yesterday, winning 3-2. They trailed 2-0 in that game against the Nats yesterday, and they got three in the eighth to take care of business. Nationals, though, I'm very proud of the Washington Nationals this season. To be six games under 500, um, there's nothing to ride home about if you're the Nationals. We're thinking they're going to be cellar dwellers. They're getting there. Nine games back of the Braves. You look at the Mets, six and a half back of the Braves. Divisional matchup here in Washington, but Washington has, it's so weird. Washington actually has a better road record than they do home. I don't get that. That's really strange. And Lachesi's pitched well. Trevor Williams has pitched well for the Nationals. They're both kind of mediocre. Point blank, I just think the Mets bats are too much. They're about a minus a dollar forty, minus dollar fifty area. I'll take a stab at the Mets at a nice price. Yeah, they are still uh trending under uh five hundred at the moment, but I think they start getting back together with their injuries that they've had. Uh Scherzer will be back. Um and of course you've got Lucchese on the mound. Uh he is going to take care of business today, I believe. Only minus one forty on the road. Uh, I think he can go ahead and shut down the Nationals' bats today. Uh, you got a pitcher in Williams who's one and one, only with a four two five ERA. Lucchese's got that four four three ERA. Yeah. Um, couple of tough breaks for him, but give me the Mets today. I think they're the better team. I think they're going to be able to take care of business. Minus one forty. Yep. Mets all day, baby. We're back on it. Rangers and A's from Fox Sports One. I don't know how you give Oakland, the Oakland A's a. National TV game on a Saturday afternoon. Who in the hell wants to watch this team play? They're nine and thirty-one and four and sixteen at home. I mean, by far. I mean, Boogie, by far the worst record in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, I just they have given up three hundred runs, most in all of baseball. They've scored one hundred and fifty-six runs, minus one forty-four run differential, the worst in baseball, and. The Rangers are first in the division. This smells a little fishy. The Rangers only minus 140, minus 150 on the road with John Gray. I think I think the books are putting some respect in the J.P. Sears, but their best player is a dude named Brent Rooker. Um, he is going to be trade-baited at the deadline, batting 319 with 11 homers and 29 RBIs. I almost guarantee you that kid plays for a playoff contender the way that he's playing for the A's. I gotta go with the Rangers at this price, so minus one forty, minus one fifty in some spots. I'll take the Rangers as I mean, straight line value, plus they lost in extra innings to the A's yesterday. The A's haven't won two games in a row all season. Give me the Rangers. You had hit that right on the head, my friend. There is no way I'm back in JP Sears here, who's 0 and 3, 5 5 4 ER weight. Rangers got Gray on the mound, and there's no way that they're losing two in a row to this A's team. You're only minus 140. Give me the Rangers all day long, minus 140 for me. All day long, baby. The Cardinals and the Bow Sox. Ooh, this is interesting. I'm trying to peek at your sheet to see how I can set this Don't up. Don't be peeking at my sheet. All right, I can see that we're definitely fading Steven Matz today, which is good. Uh, Chris Sale is on the bump for the Red Sox. They're taking on the Cardinals from Fenway Park. Steven Matz has been atrocious, 0-4 with a 5-7-0 ERA. Yikes. Chris Sale's underperformed, though, with an above-6 ERA. But his last couple starts, he's been getting back into the groove of it. And Boston being five games over five hundred, as we talked about, that gets you fourth in the AL East and seven and a half back. Had they been in the uh, NL Central, which is where the Cardinals reside, they'd be the NL Central leaders right now. Mm. Incredible. Um, 
Every team in the American League East would be leading the NL Central right now. Cardinals are in the basement, seven and a half back, 11 games below 500. Tough start for them, trying to get over the post-Albert uh, Pujols and Yachty Molina era. And it's been a struggle for the Cardinals. And after they got a 8-6 victory yesterday, got to believe the, the Red Sox are going to bounce back here. Minus low price for Chris Sale, $1.30, $1.25. Give me the Red Sox as a small favorite at home. Yeah, I was looking at the total here for a moment, but um, I think I'm just going to go ahead and take the side here. Red Sox with Sale on the mound at home. Should be able to lower that ERA um, against this Cardinals team that's still looking for an identity. Yeah. Give me the Red Sox, only minus 131 today at home. I think that their bats will go ahead and take care of business over Mats. All day over today, we're fading Steven Mats till the wheels fall off. We have the Angels and the Guardians at 310. Big matchup out in the American League. The Angels are playing some good baseball boogie. They're looking to try to get into the playoffs. I'd love to see Otani and Trout in a playoff series because I don't feel like I've ever seen it. The Angels are only two and a half back of the division-leading Rangers right now, so right there in the thick of things in the American League West. You look at the Guardians, four games under five hundred, but in the in the bad AL Central, that only gets you three and a half back. So they're in stri- two teams, two teams in striking distance right now. Reed Detmers, Cal Quantrill. Um, Detmers has not netted a win yet this year. He's 0-3 with a 5-1-0 ERA, and Cal Quantrill's 2-2 with a 3-8-9. What kind of gives here, Boogie? Angels did steal game one of this series. you think the Guardian, uh, Guardians tied up at home, or the Angels going to go up 2-0? Now I'm back in the Guardians today with Cal Quantrill on the mound. Uh, obviously, this is also, I think, a, a bet against uh, Detmers. Uh, he is just not very good. Last time out, he got rocked. Uh, in a loss to the Rangers, 10-1 to at home. Uh, I got to go with the Guardians today. I think they take care of business. Uh, they're at home getting uh, money as well. So plus 112 for me, I'll take the Guardians as the underdog role at home. I got a drink bet you here, brother. The the I think Detmers is a better pitcher than his record in ERA indicates, and I think he gets his first win today. And the Angels have a better road record than the Guardians do at home. The Guardians are seven and twelve at home this year, which is very astonishing to think about. They have some struggles sometimes uh, in terms of hitting the baseball, and I'll take the uh, I'll take the Angels as a small road favorite. Oh, man, I saw your selection on this next game, and I wanted to puke. Really? But I can understand why you feel the way you do. We're going to Baltimore for Pirates and the Orioles. Like I said, the Pirates have lost 12 of 13. Cedric Mullins, congratulations to him yesterday, hitting for the cycle against the Pirates as they win 6-3. to Game 2 of a three-game set in Baltimore. Pirates' recent woes, um, they're on a three-game losing streak right now. Like I said, 12-13 uh, losing uh, games for the Pirates. Seems like they got back to reality. And I think a few episodes ago, you said they were going to lose about 20-30. And I tell you what, they're well on their way to doing so, my friend. 21-18, and 18, a half a game back of the division-leading Brewers going against Baltimore. Baltimore's actually the closest team in the AL East to the Rays. 25 and 13 on the season, tied for the second best record in baseball, four games back of the Rays. They're in striking distance right now. Tyler Wells has been pitching well against Ronzi Contreras. I already know where you're going here. I mean, I love the Orioles today over this Pirate team. I think they can get their fourth uh, loss in a row here for the Pirates. Yep. Um, Orioles just have better bats, I think, and I think that at home, I mean, they're twenty-five and thirteen in the American League East. Yeah. I mean, they're they're no slouch. I mean, the fact of the matter they're is, good. 
The Orioles are really good. They've been trending up the last couple of years. Now you're playing a Pirates team that started off really well. Now they're starting to fade a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take the Orioles. I think they can win by multiple runs. I mean, minus one and a half, plus 120. I'll just stick to the minus 168. Yeah. But I do think that the Orioles are the better play here. I might be betting with my heart here, but I'm going to take the Pirates at a big, fat, plus-money price to try to get a win on the road. Good luck, my friend. Good luck. That scared me so bad. We'll see how that turns out. The Royals and the Blue Jays here at 410. Uh, Uh, Brewers. Oh, Royals Blue Jays? Yeah. Royals and Brewers from Milwaukee, American Family Field. Adrian Hauser and Zach Grinke. The Brewers haven't been playing very good baseball either. They did win uh, game one of this series 5-1. to one. A lot of unders in Brewers games, just so everyone's aware. They don't score a lot, and they don't give up a lot. They got a half-game lead on the Pirates. They're playing the AL Central last-place team, Kansas City Royals, who have the second-worst record in baseball. What gives here, Boogs, is uh, Milwaukee going to keep this lead in the NL Central today? Uh, I got to go with the Brewers here today with Hauser on the mound. Uh, they are laying 161 against Granky, but Granky is not the Granky of old. And uh, I think speaking of old, that is what we're looking at for a Granky uh, baseball player here. Uh, you're catching uh, plus 147 with the dog. Brewers minus 161. Give me Hauser and the Brewers. I think they take care of business. They're the better team. They're now in first place. They got things rolling over there. I think the momentum is riding high. Give me the Brewers. Another drink bet, my friend. I'm taking a stab at the old man. You know what happened when they called LeBron old? Maybe this will happen for Grinky. He's probably listening. He probably heard you call him old. And I think he comes out and throws a gem, baby. Give me the Royals plus money. Astros, White Sox. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yes! I'm so happy you didn't jump on the Cease train today. Dylan Cease has been back to reality for the Sox, who are absolutely mediocre at this point. 13 and 27, eight and a half back in the central. That's poor. That's not mediocre. That is poor. That is piss poor. Mm. And the Astros are battling it out three games back. Um, they won yesterday. They're on a three game winning streak, and the White Sox are on a three game losing streak. You know the drill with streaks, bro. Ride them out. Let's get the Astros here at a plus money price, plus 112. In, in, in some spots, I'll take the Astros. Yeah, I'm going to back the Astros here. I think they start to start to roll a little bit. Uh, they got uh, a team in the White Sox that just is underperforming over the last couple of years. Uh, Dylan Cease is so-so. Talk about average. He's 2-2 two and two, uh, with a higher ERA at 558. Uh, you're giving me plus money on the Astros. I'll take the Astros plus 112 right now. Astros to win outright. Astros plus money, baby. That's a good bet. Dodgers and the Padres. I'll tell you what, the Dodgers have been bouncing back huge. Nine games over five hundred now, Boogie, and they've been owning the uh they've been owning the Padres this year. Dodgers have won three straight. Padres have lost three straight. Joe Musgrove on the bump. He's had a tough start. Urias has been up and down, but still has a sub four ERA. Gotta like the Dodgers here at this price, too, Boogs. Just minus 143 in that area. Give me the Dodgers to beat the Padres again. Yeah, I think Urias gets it going again. Joe Musgrove just just must go. Uh, Give me the Dodgers, minus 145. Joe Musgrove just must go. Yes. Holy cow. I like that on the fly. That is fire. The Giants against the Diamondbacks. D-backs got their horse on the bump. Zach Gallen, 5-1 with a 2-3-6. He's been amazing. National League's high young candidate. But Anthony Deschlefani's played uh, pitch pretty well, too. 3-2 two with a 2-8-0. Big-time pitching matchup here. 
Uh, first two games of this series were split with the Giants winning 6-2 on Thursday and the Diamondbacks bouncing back for a 7-5 win yesterday. Game three of a four-game set from Arizona Boogie. Who's taking the Giants or Diamondbacks? You know, I've been watching this Zach Gallen uh, for a long time now. Uh, he started with the Miami Marlins, and then in the trade, they were able to give him to the Diamondbacks uh, when they were struggling. I love the Diamondbacks today. Zach Gallen's got this thing going right now at 5-1, and 2.36 ERA. He is uh, going to take care of business against this Giants team that just can't get it together. I am going to take them minus one and a half, plus one twenty-five, multiple wins here. Only Boogie can see what's happening in this studio right now, and I'm sitting here holding a ticket in my hand. And I have to tell you that this drink bet, along with another one, is the most significant on the whole podcast because I'm taking the Giants today at a fat plus money price to bounce back and win this game, and you're drink betting me, and I just want to show you what I bet last night, and I want to just let everybody know that I have a fat $40 two-teamer. Oh, it's a drink bet parlay. I have have the Giants and the Braves on a $40 two-teamer today. And Boogie likes the opposite of both of those. <laughs> that means that one out of two, most likely, is going to lose. Based off of averages, <laughs> I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but I just—it's so funny sometimes. And I bet this last night before I even talked to Boogie this morning about baseball. So Boogie on the opposite side of my small little two-teamer. So we'll see how that shakes out. Phillies and the Rockies take us home here. Ranger Suarez making his first start of the season against Ryan Feltner. Rockies at home, 7-10, and 10, not as good as they have been in years past. They are eight games back of the Dodgers. The Phillies are playing good baseball. Boogie, I know this is going to be a drink bet because uh, look I'm looking right at your sheet here. And uh, my basis from uh, fading Ranger Suarez is the fact that he's making his season debut, and I love fading pitchers when they start a month or two into the season making their first start. Sometimes it takes them a little bit to get into the swing of things. I think the Rockies can get a rare home win here as a home dog. I like betting the Rockies at home, and I'll take them today at plus 140. Phillies with Ranger Suarez, I, I think that this team is going to be fighting till the end. They got a healthy Bryce Harper back now, and I like the Phillies' offense against this Rockies team uh, that just never can get it together. Give me the Phillies minus 154 on the run line. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight drink bets. We agree on seven games, and we disagree on eight. That is ugly. Uh, before we go into hockey, we'll do best bets in baseball. And I'm sorry, but my best bet in baseball today is just fading the Oakland A's. I think that's the best way to go. Texas Rangers minus 140. Man, all those games to pick, and that's exactly where I'm going as well. Boogie's Blockbuster it. best bet for today. Saturday on the card. Got to go with those Rangers and their bats. We'll take care of business over J.P. Sears and those lowly athletics. Rangers minus 140 on the money line. It's about as easy as it gets, everybody. Go get the Rangers. Max bet. Texas Rangers minus 140. Annie up. Five-unit whale play, baby. One hockey game on the docket today, Boogs. The NHL playoffs have been amazing. We got a game six tomorrow. We'll talk about Golden Knights and Oilers. The Golden Knights, as we touched on earlier, won game five last night in Vegas. Good job by them. Forcing a game six where they can close out Edmonton. We'll see if they can do that or if Edmonton forces a game seven back here later on in the week. It's looking like game seven will be... 
either Tuesday. it'll be Tuesday if they if the Oilers win tomorrow. We'll talk about Game 7 in that series later. The Eastern Conference Finals is actually already set up, Boogie, as we fast forward. I don't even know when the hell these teams are playing. It looks like they're getting some sort of rest. Are they playing maybe Monday? Yeah, the NHL uh, does not like to announce uh, teams for the next round games until the other round, uh, other teams have already finished. I, I would like to say congratulations to the eight seed Florida Panthers, barely squeaking into the playoffs in the last day of the season, and all they've done is knock off the Boston Bruins and knock out the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, is that it? The two favorites. Hmm. The Bruins were the favorite. They knocked them out. When round two started, the Maple Leafs were the favorite. Knocked them out. Amazing. Giant killers Amazing. is what we call the Florida Panthers. They will start, we're not sure when, but they will play in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Carolina Hurricanes, who took care of business in their series against the Devils. And there, the last two teams remaining, one of those two will be in the Stanley Cup. Big shout-out to Carolina. Last time Carolina played in the Eastern Conference Finals, they won the Stanley Cup. 2006, Rob Brindamore. Wow, you got that stat going. Rob Brindamore. So, Carolina will play Florida. And the Golden Knights play Game 6 tomorrow. We are unsure what the Western Conference Finals is going to be like. And we are eager to see if we will have one participant in this Western Conference Finals as the Dallas Stars take on the Seattle Kraken tonight at 4 o'clock on ESPN Standalone Game. Um, Big, big, pivotal Game 6. Dallas has dominated the last couple games of this series. Series outlook here, Boogie, you had the Kraken go on the road and steal Game 1-5-4 in overtime. Stars on the zigzag theory beats them in Game 2, 4-2 to, to even the series. Then they go to Seattle and get blown out in Game 3, 7-2. But the last two games, Dallas has proved to be the better team. A 6-3 win to tie the series and a 5-2 win in Game 5 at home to take a 3-2 series lead. The bottom line here, I think my angle with this is I think the Dallas Stars are a cup Definitely a participant, maybe, that could really win this whole thing. And I think the Kraken are kind of just happy to be here. They've had a good run. Um, I don't mind their squad. I'm happy for this team. You know, uh, this second expansion team in the last five years to, uh, to make a run in the postseason. I just think it comes to an end, man. I think Dallas is too good. And I think Dallas gets to win. And uh, minus $1.50, minus $1.60, it's doable. Uh, Stars have been here before, and I think they're going to win this game. Stars will beat the Kraken. That's where I'm going, Dallas Stars, to win this series and move on to take on the winner of the night and the Oilers tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, when they won against uh, you know Colorado, you had the Kraken. Uh, Philip Grubauer was their is their goaltender. He's he a, played a, for Colorado, yeah. so there was a big time uh, revenge factor there. Obviously, I think he played uh, with some type of fierce, uh, amazing outlook, uh, and, and that usually is is the way that a lot of these professional ball players play. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Always want to play well against your former team. Um, the Kraken got to give it up to them. Obviously, they are in only their second season, and to go as far as they have, it's not like in the old days where you were always the bottom feeder for many years until you finally uh, get it going as, as a uh, franchise. This uh, Kraken team, though, I think comes to the end as I think the Stars offense is just too much for them. Uh, at home, I know the Kraken play, you know, with a little bit more of uh, that fan base is probably going to be really rocking. I think the Stars can overcome that, though. Uh, 11 goals in their last two games. That offense is starting to take care of business. Pavelski, 
Max Domi, Rup Hints have uh, led the offense with 12 goals, 9 assists. Um, and, of course, the rest of that uh, offense has been very well balanced. I'm going to take the Stars here. I think minus 160 is, is definitely doable. Um, stars take care of business and uh, move on to the conference final. 16 total games today, Boogie. We have uh, eight drink bets and eight agreement bets. Looks like we need to bet an eight-teamer on the games we agree on. And then we can bet two separate four-teamers because I guarantee you with eight drink bets, we'll probably go four and four. I just hope two of your losers are my two-teamer that I well, talked I, about. I hope so for your sake. And I also wanted to point out that if this episode is not quintessential of the way that we handicap and the way that we bet, everybody out there knows that Boogie is a favorites backer and I am a dogs backer. And when you break down the 16 games today, I just want to let everybody know where we're at. I, out of my 16 games, I have seven favorites and nine underdogs. In Boogie's 16 games, he has 13 favorites <laughs> and three underdogs. If that is not quintessential to exactly how we do business, I it, 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 the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. Boogie, 13 favorites, only three dogs. I have more dogs than favorites. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. So I hope we have a good day. I hope we split our drink bets, hit all of our agreement picks. Because here's the thing: if we go four and if we can sweep the board and go eight and zero on the games we agree on, yes, and then we split off on our drink bets, we'd yes. be four and four, right? Right. Just do the math on that. That means that we would be twelve and eight. Right. We would both be twelve and eight, mm. which is fantastic. Right. Just think about that for a second. Yeah. Twelve and eight. You know, twelve divided by twenty. You're about sixty percent against uh, the number and. I have all these dogs, so we'll be plus some Plus units. money. That's all we're looking for. Great episode, books. Yes. Um, eight, eight and eight. Let's see what we can do. Let's Texas, go. go grab the Texas Rangers tonight. Go grab the also Dallas Stars to close this out tonight in Seattle. Easy money. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning, episode 244. We will talk game seven and game one in the NBA. We'll talk about the Golden Knights. We'll also talk about another day of baseball. Sunday fun day, baby. Everybody enjoy their Saturday, man. Happy Saturday. Enjoy today and win some money. Thank you all for listening. Baron out. Boogie out.